so. I think that I may be the voice of my generation. She's the titular role. In a sense, they know, you know what I mean? Or at least a voice of a generation. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Gatekeeping. This is the weekly pop culture podcast where we take a deep dive into a cultural phenomenon every week and we decide whether it gets into our gate. I am Sam. I'm James. Um, that's my second time doing the intro if you detected any sarcasm in it because James wasn't happy with the first one, but I'm not. I'm moving on. I'm letting it go. It's all about consistency. We gotta, you know, we gotta keep the fans happy. I'm just trying to keep things fresh. Fresh and sorry. You know, oh well. How are you this week, Sam? <laughs> how are we? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, what's today? Yeah. So what have I? <laughs> I've uh, had an okay week. You know, back to work. Mm. Um, we. I saw the Fablemans actually. That was sort of teased in the last episode because you were trying to make me late for it. Oh yes, uh, me and United Airlines had it out for you. Yeah, but I made it against all odds. Um, yeah, it was good. Didn't mind it. Um, it was. I mean, it looks gorgeous. It's a gorgeous movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Steven Spielberg. He's always gonna make something that looks stunning. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, um, I don't know what you thought of it, but I mean, I loved Michelle Williams's performance. I thought oh, that was... Oh, Fableman. That's mother. That's, that's literally mother. Movies are dreams. <laughs> she really ate. And the monkey, I love her the giving the monkey. monkey. Yeah, the gay little monkey. Um, but no, it was, it was a good movie. I, I kind of liked that it... Um, I mean, people always, like, say that Steven Spielberg is, like, too sentimental. That's always, mm. like, their gripe with him. But it, it, I felt this was a bit more kind of, like, almost cynical. And it's, like, him being, like, you know, movies... Or, or like, being an artist can actually be sort of destructive and, and movies can be manipulative. And, yeah. But, you know, at the same time being, like... Well, obviously, like, he loves movies. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What did you think of it? Um, I thought it was, like... It was nice. Yeah. Like, it wasn't... It didn't, like... I don't know. I think for me, it wasn't like a massive standout of the year. It was just kind yeah. of like a cute little movie. Um, a bit too sentimental for me. Okay. Um, I loved, obviously loved the David Lynch cameo. Bizarre. 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 But like it worked. It worked really yeah. well. I feel like that, that last scene was really kind of well done for Do me. Do you think so? I found it so weird. I mean, it was one of those things where I was like, this must have just occurred in real life word for word or otherwise yeah. it's just too weird that's what i felt about the um the scene at the end with the, with the bully the bully yeah i was like this is that was a bit late on a bit thick this gay oh gonna, i wasn't getting that kiss? <laughs> i was kind of like this never happened but that's the thing i feel like it's so weird that it must have happened <laughs> i don't know because it's so like it yeah i don't know but i thought the guy who played um Sam? Was it Sam Fableman? Sammy Fableman. Yeah, he was yeah. really good. Kind of fruity. Kind of fruity. Gay little gay Steven little, Spielberg. Gay little Spielberg. <laughs> Did you see his Golden Globes speech where it seemed like he was going to come out? Oh my God, <laughs> no. Steven's work. <laughs> he was just saying stuff about like living your life, you oh know, my God. as being true and everything. And everyone's like, gay? <gasps> gay little Spielberg. <laughs> gay little Spielberg. Well, he, wor- he works very closely with Tony Kushner, so. Yes, mm-hmm. maybe. Maybe, but yeah, Fablemans was good. I, I think it's um, like no one. Just I mean, it's just a, a an adult drama, but yeah. it honestly it looks incredible. Like, oh, it's stunning. And it was the same thing with West Side Story. It's a similar look where it's like shot on film and just the way that the camera moves and the way everything's graded. It's kind of like quite contrasty yeah. and it always reminds me of like Minority Report. Obviously, mm-hmm. less like exaggerated that but um yeah just visually yeah. stunning it was gorgeous yeah uh we also saw another incredible um <sighs> another well, biggest, contender i feel biggest movie of the year so far without a doubt without a doubt and Megan. what was it <laughs> m3 again m3 again if we you will saw m3 again. um what did you think oh it um changed my life yeah it genuinely loved it I didn't really know what to expect going in. I was like, I don't know if this is just going to be like dumb or if it's going to be like trying too hard. But the way that that film was so aware of what it was and it just went with it. Yeah. I mean, the opening scene is um, like an ad for this stupid toy and you're like, oh, it's comedy. Yeah. Like from from the very beginning, it kind of tells you 
that this is a comedy. And I would honestly say it's more of a comedy than a horror. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's very funny, but then it's still pretty creepy parts. Yeah, there was a few, there was one moment where I jumped, which is very unlike me, but. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, I loved the tone. I think it, it has a great tone. Yeah. Um, it's campy and. I mean, um, Alison Williams is she's great. just playing Marnie again if she was a scientist. Yeah, Marnie's a scientist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's brilliant. Um, had a great laugh. I haven't laughed that much in a movie in a while, actually. And it was good. It was like a full cinema as well. Yeah. And it was a smaller cinema, but um, it was just like packed out. We were the only gay people, I think. It was like... N- Surely not. I don't well, know. We I were like towards the front, so I couldn't, you yeah, know, get survey. Yes, yeah, survey the land. But, um, I should have... Should have said something. Yeah. Anyone gay here? Anyone gay? Um, but yeah, no, it's very interesting because it was pretty like tame in terms of like um, gore and the kills and stuff. But I've heard yeah. rumblings on the internet that there's a um, it was toned down because once they dropped the trailer, they realised that they could hit a younger audience. So You've they heard toned rumblings, it, huh? Rumbling. Fuck off. But <laughs> um, so they toned it down so they could reach a wider audience and make right. it PG thirteen. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, but apparently there's a director's cut out there, which is a lot more graphic, which I would be love. I would love to okay, see. Okay, we need the Megan director's cut. The Megan director's it's like cut. the Snyder cut. I hope uh-huh. it's like four hours long. <laughs> In black and uh, white. Yes, black and white. Yeah, I love Megan. Can't wait for Meg an- Tuin. Meg Tuin, three and four and all of them. Yeah. Um, I'll be seated for them. But no, it's a, it's fun, a lot of fun. I would highly recommend Megan. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, it's a great time. It's just silly. A bit of fun. Yeah. A pure harmless fun. That's what we, we need fun back at the movies. Literally. And that- oh, I have a question. This um, will fit your rubric. Will mums like Megan? Oh, <laughs> that is a good question. My, my particular mum would not like <laughs> Megan because I don't think she would get it. Yeah. Um, but I... I think, oh, I don't know. I don't know if mums would like Megan. Yeah. I don't know if the humour would... It would translate. It's very um, <laughs> millennial Gen Z humour. Yeah. It's like just, yeah. Like, would she get that the doll is, like, supposed to be funny? I don't yeah. know. Would she understand that the doll is serving cunt? <laughs> yeah, cunt. I feel like that's not really in my mum's vocabulary. Mm. But actually, today is huge win for the mum community <laughs> because my mum is going to see Avatar. It's like she's in the movie right now as we speak. Is she, is she at IMAX? No, I couldn't because she lives pretty far from the IMAX so I'll forgive her for that. Yep. But she's seeing it in like extreme screen okay. 3D. Okay. So, which is a huge way because my mum hates 3D. Yeah. Um, so I finally worn her down and she's seeing Avatar. I'm nervous of course, of course. Uh, on what she'll say coming out of the film mm-hmm. um but the fact that she's going is um a big milestone That's for the gatekeeping community <laughs> yeah oh, what a milestone oh, um anything else for the week um not a heap i'm enjoying the new miley song flowers oh, okay um i listened to it once or twice i thought it was fine i've never been like a big miley like Stan. Yeah. I appreciate like her singles and stuff, but I appreciate her as like a pop culture icon, but her music has never really been like right. the one for me. Yeah, me neither. Um, but I loved Plastic Hearts. Um, I really like her new song. Okay. It took me two listens and I was like, oh, this is brilliant. Beautiful. Um, maybe you just didn't get it. James. I have to listen to it. Yeah. I've actually been rinsing something else this week um, because they announced the Broadway transfer of um, the <laughs> New York City Centre revival of Parade, which for me is insane because it's Parade is like this beautiful musical. It's really intense and sad. It's about a man who is wrongly accused of killing a young woman and is sentenced and then eventually lynched in like right um, early turn of the century. Um, Wait, isn't Ben Platt in this? Yeah, Ben Platt is playing Leo Frank and Michaela Diamond, who is a star on the rise. She was in the Share Show with Stephanie J. Locke, is playing Lucille, and they released a video of them singing um, "This Isn't Over." And oh, it's so beautiful. I'm like trying. I'm like realistically, I can't. But I'm like, how can I get back to New York City before it closes in August? Because I need to see this production. Right. So that's what I've been listening to all week. Just this one, yeah. like, two minute song. On can't repeat. say I know what any of that is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if any of my Jason Robert Brown fans in the listeners want to reach out and discuss 
any of Jason Robert Brown's work, really, mm. but especially this upcoming revival of Parade, please hit me up because... Yes, don't send it to the gatekeeping account because I don't want to see any of that. <laughs> <laughs> Just send it to James directly. Yeah, send it to me, Wes James. Yes, um, I'll report you if you send <laughs> me any of that shit. I don't no. want to hear about it. But, well, I'm, I'm glad that that makes you happy. It makes me very happy. It makes me very happy because it was like they did it as a concert for, um, I think it was like a week and then it got so well-reviewed and like... We were like, oh, maybe they'll like release a cast recording. Like that would we we the Broadway community <laughs> um, were like, oh, maybe they'll release a cast recording. And then mm. there was like, they were like, oh, maybe like cheesing it. And then they were like, it was all but confirmed a few weeks ago. They're like, yeah, they're transferring because this show's closing and great. the theater will be free. And then they announced it, and it's just ah, oh yeah, great. Ah. <laughs> big day, big I day. I saw you like tweeting the other day like about like Broadway stuff, and I was like. It's so funny. Whenever I tweet about Broadway stuff, it gets, like, no interaction. But then I tweet something stupid about, like, I don't know. I want the Astor to do a Fault Now Stars Paper Towns double feature. Mm. And everyone's like, like, pay attention to my Broadway shit. James, have you seen Terminator? I have seen change kids. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to talk about that anymore. How can I change the subject? Have you seen Terminator? I don't want to see that. <laughs> I don't need to see that. Have you seen Have you seen Terminator? No, I haven't seen Terminator. Really? I've seen Terminator 2. Right. Uh, I've not- seen Terminator 1. Okay. Or the rest. I don't know. Right. I think it was like on TV and I watched it once. Terminator 2? Yeah. Right. Okay. Judgment Day. Showing your age? Um, yeah, no, I watched the first one last night. Oh. I mean, I've seen it, of course, but I rewatched it. Yeah. Really good, James. Oh, beautiful. It's, um... I mean, Sarah Connor is... Do you, do you remember her from the second movie? No. She's, I, need, she's, I, I know her name. You know, know her name? Good. I know, know her, name, her name, not her story. Yeah, know her because she's important. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, she's like this John Connor's mom. I mean, she's a very big part of the yeah. second movie. Maybe I need to, maybe I need to watch well. the Terminator because I've yeah. got no idea what you're talking about. I mean, I've been going back watching like all the James Cameron movies oh, ever since Avatar. Um <laughs> And I feel like Terminator 1 is underrated, mm-hmm. actually. Okay. Because everyone's always talking about Terminator 2, of course. Because yeah. it's, it's, like, one of the best movies. But t- Terminator 1 fucking slays. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it, again, it looks gorgeous. It's, like, this gritty, very very violent, um, like, thriller almost. Ooh. And, like, the music's, like, synthy and, Ooh. like, it's very 80s. Okay. Um, she kind of... I was watching it and there's, like, a scene where she's... Like in a car with um, uh, the guy that's been sent to protect her, because mm-hmm. Arnold's trying to kill her in the first of one. Um, she's in the car and they're like running away from the Terminator and like throwing bombs out the window. Fuck. And I'm like, this is the life. Like <laughs> to be chased by like a killer by and then like to to be running away with like a hot guy mm-hmm. and being chased by a killer. Like, that is... I want that. Well, I'll be chasing you soon, <laughs> Sam. Don't you worry. Yeah, actually, I don't know why, because there's already people trying to kill me mm. uh, everywhere. Um, so I'm already kind of living that in a way, just without the hot guy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just something to think about. Love that. Yeah. I've actually... Actually, that's one thing that I wanted to talk about. I have... Um, I read Mrs. Dalloway this week, and I'm also reading The Hours now that I finished that. Mm-hmm. And it's just... Oh, Literature. Well, you asked me if I wanted to go and see the Hours Opera, opera the, like on screen. Yeah, so the Met in New York did the Hours Opera with um, Renee Fleming, um, Joyce Dionato, and Kelly O'Hara. Mm. Incredible vocalist. You have no idea what I'm talking about. But um, I'm in my Hours era at this moment. So right. I'll be seeing, I think it's next week that they're doing it or the week after, but I'll be seated for this three hour opera. And, three hours. Uh, Is there an intermission? Um, I think so. Right. I don't know because I've never seen a Met Opera live, like the like the um the screenings. Is it so. live? No, no, no. So oh, they recorded it, right. but like it, they say it's live because they right. do, they do it live in America and then like, yeah. Anyway, well, but, yeah. every film is live then because exactly. they made it live. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'm just saying. But yeah, but no. So I'm loving loving this Virginia <laughs> Woolf era that I'm in at the moment, mm-hmm. and it kind of directly ties into our wonderful topic. <laughs> really good here. segue, James. Thank you. It does, doesn't it? Um, today 
We're discussing oh, the, the one and marvelous, only. the critically acclaimed, the esteemed Australian Australian legend, our Hawaiian Nicole Kidman. Australian. Oh, yeah. Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. <laughs> we just talked over it there. Nicole our Kidman. Nicole Kidman. <laughs> our Nicole. Our Nicole. Oh, where to begin? Literally, where to begin? <laughs> this woman has a career spanning decades. 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 Yeah. She's critically acclaimed. Mm. She's had highs. She's had lows. Yeah. And I think the best place to start would probably be the beginning. <laughs> that is true. That is that true. That is true. Well, what, she came up in, um, well, she's, of course, she was born in Hawaii. Hawaii, Don't yep. know if you knew that. Yeah, I do. Um, came back to Australia. Australia. Yeah. She did a few, like, Australian movies and like stuff. BMX did she go Bandits. to VCA? I didn't check this, but. I didn't think so. I mean, I probably think of Kate. I think she went to VCA. Kate went to NIDA. NIDA? Well, yeah. who am I thinking of then? I'm not sure. Well. Yeah. Kate went to NIDA. Of course. Yeah, she gets that. She has that vibe, doesn't yeah. she? She's a NIDA girly. Mm-hmm. Well, someone went to VCA. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, she came back here. She did a few Australian things. Mm-hmm. Had a big break with um, Days of Thunder. Is that mm-hmm. what it's called? With Tom Cruise. Yes. Uh, which So that was 1990. Did a film with Tom. Kind of plucked out of obscurity a bit. She'd done some, yeah. some biggish things. Apparently caught his attention. Mm-hmm. Um got her in the movie they were married by the end of the year Beautiful. 1990 um wow. so i mean she kind of became famous for being his husband in a way his husband nicole was tom's husband <laughs> <laughs> um yes she became famous for being uh his her, his wife his wife and yes. she didn't really she kind of just had that reputation of being like the girlfriend of tom cruise well, girlfriend boyfriend wife husband <laughs> <laughs> yes of tom cruise and then um, eventually, she in the same year she did Batman and to Die For, which really 1995, 1995, yes. which really catapulted her into the mainstream. Well, yes, Batman, you know, one of the biggest movies exactly. of the time. You yes. haven't seen it, have you? No, I haven't. I think it's Batman Forever, right? Batman the Forever. One she's yeah. In. Um, let me say, you must watch it. Mm. I mean, it's directed by Joel Schumacher, so it's queer, of course. Oh, yeah. Um, she is fucking funny in the movie because she plays Dr. Chase Meridian, of course. Of course. Um, and she has really one character trait, which is that she's super horny for Batman. Like, her very first scene, she's like, where's Batman? Like, I want to fuck Batman. <laughs> like, oh, just the mask and the cape. Like, oh, I love Batman. <laughs> um, and of course she plays it flawlessly. Of course. Um, very, um, yeah, underrated. Nicole performance. Yeah. I highly recommend the movie. Um, but yeah, no, it's um, it's a great performance as usual yeah. from her. Well, two great performances in the one year. She was in um, To Die For, which was just... Is that Gus Van Sant? Yes, I think so. I haven't seen it. Is it Sansa? Yeah. Um, it's so good. It's just camp and like she just plays unhinged so well. And it's Oh, so, she does. Like, and that really I remember well, I don't remember because it wasn't alive, but like I've read and like she was starting to get like You went alive oh, in ninety five? <laughs> really? <laughs> um, she started to get some awards buzz for that. Like really? nothing. I think nothing she was Batman. Golden Globe nominated. I think I'd have to double check. Oh, we didn't talk about the Golden Globes. The Golden Globes. Who cares about the Golden Globes? Oh, the Golden Globes. True. We're still talking about the Golden Globes. Uh, the Night of Night. Night of Night. Um, just going to briefly say, um, if we're going to give Angela Bassett an Oscar for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, mm. I'm. Mm, I'm not happy about that. <laughs> She's done a lot better. It seems like a kind of honorary it's a career, thing. It's a career award, I know, but yeah. for that... Well, we haven't seen the movie. No. Maybe she is incredible. I've in seen it. that one scene. Yeah, she, like, I mean, she, from the trailer. She, she was great in the trailer. We're not going to... We're not going to for a Marvel movie. Sorry. No. Anyway. Well, like, surely she doesn't want to win the Oscar, right? I don't know. If, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Yeah, it can be wild card. And, and, and also, if we're going to give an Oscar nomination... To Jamie Lee Curtis over Stephanie Hsu in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yeah. I'm not having that. I understand that Jamie Lee Curtis has like this career and she's <laughs> never chance. been nominated and whatever, but I think Stephanie Hsu was the better performance. And I think Jamie Lee Curtis has a dark energy. I don't like her. And I know that's controversial and brave to say, but there's something about Jamie Lee Curtis that does not rub me the right way. Well, she posted like two pictures of Johnny Depp. Mm. Did you know about this? Mm. And she she didn't just post it. It's the same picture. That she posted twice. <laughs> so it was like she posted it once, got a lot of shit for it. And then the other day she posted it again. 
She's just so... She doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, she doesn't give a fuck. Well, just, she's a queen. She is. Like, I mean... <laughs> I mean, she's a, insane. She's but- an icon, but she just has this energy <laughs> that I don't enjoy. Oh, yeah. I mean, she doesn't live on this planet. No. Like, and she's like Nicole in that way. Yeah. But, um... No, I love, I love her. I love that video where she's like, haven't eaten in three days, haven't slept, I'm jet lagged. Yeah. You know that one? Yeah. That was me recording <laughs> yeah, last the week. other day. Um, well, yeah, the, the Stephanie Shoe thing, I guess, is like, what, A24 was for? Because they're not Yeah, they're not campaigning. Her. But it's, inter- it's, yeah, it's been an interesting twist in the way that it's been like, oh, Jamie Kennedy, <laughs> <laughs> Well, she has COVID also, now. I don't so- want any of, like, honestly, like, I think Jamie Lee Curtis is fine. I, like, the people that I would want in supporting actors probably aren't even going to get a nomination. Like, I want, like, Dolly Daly on, I want Nina Haas. Like, it's not... Mm. Mm, sure. Um, anyway, sorry, back to Nicole. Well, no, I was just going to say, Jamie Lee has COVID now, so she's paying for her crimes. <laughs> um, she's been struck down. So mm. don't worry, James, she's out of action for a week. <laughs> She'll just be posting on Instagram. Uh, probably literally. <laughs> what were we talking about? Um, Nicole Kidman, Nicole Kidman. But yes, so she had this um, glow up, uh, not glow up, she had this um, career <laughs> uptick when she did mm-hmm. um, Batman and to Die For in the same year. She, yes. You know, she started to get a reputation as being mm, like a... Big like reputation. Actual, big reputation. Um, oh, Nicole and Taylor. Sorry, just side note. They're friends, did you know? Beautiful. There's like this genre of picture in my camera roll that's like Nicole Kidman and Taylor Swift hanging out oh my god like it's more than you'd think okay yeah beautiful I guess it's like she's got the connection with Keith yeah because two country stars two country stars Taylor and Keith have done like a song together yeah um but yeah just the thought of those two in a room together fascinating right it'd be so interesting <laughs> two aliens I'd be a fly on the wall oh my god I'd kill I would kill I would kill um <laughs> But yeah, so after Batman and to Die For, she started to do a lot more mainstream stuff. Mm-hmm. She did Practical Magic with Sandy B. Yes. Have with, you seen that? I haven't actually. I, I watched half. A while ago. I haven't watched it recently. Right. Um, gays so, love that movie. Yeah, gays yeah. love that movie. Um, witchy gays love that mm. kind of stuff. Yeah. And I am a witchy gay, but. Um, <laughs> Are you? Well, no, in the sense that, like, I personally, like... You don't, behave- you don't practice? <laughs> I'm not practicing. I do not no. practice dark anymore. I only practice light because I have children and I would never... What is that? That's a housewife's quote. Sure. Um, <laughs> no, uh, not in the sense that I practice, just in the sense that, like, uh, I love you witches. you crystals? I, no, I don't. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, no, you were joking. Yeah. I know. I was like, no, I don't. Uh, well, no, I have, like, a witch's hat on my Glassbury chicken cutout. I have gone as a witch maybe four times, like, yeah. for Halloween. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, we won't get into it. No. We'll be here all day. But, no, I, I like witches. Yeah. yeah. And then, so after Practical Magic, she, her critical acclaim really started to rise because mm-hmm. she did... Um, a movie with her husband Tom Cruise Tom Cruise a little movie called Eyes Wide Shut yes 1999 Stanley Kubrick's last movie last movie died before it was finished yeah um what do you think of Eyes Wide Shut? Well, Eyes Wide Shut actually has an important part of our um, our friendship <laughs> because it was history. gatekeeping history. <laughs> we went and saw it together. Yes, at, um, Lido? at Lido. They yes. did a Nicole Kidman retrospective. Yes. And we went and saw Eyes Wide Shut together. It was one of the first times that we went to the movies. Yes. Had you seen it before that? No, I hadn't. Oh, okay, first yeah. viewing. So um, glad that I saw it in a cinema, obviously. Yeah. What a marvelous picture. Did it- I know what was happening? Absolutely not. <laughs> did I have the best time? 100%. Yeah, Eyes Wide Shut is odd um, because it's very slow and long and bizarre and it's like you don't get an exclamation for a lot of things, but it's kind of just like this odyssey of yeah. of Tom Cruise. It's sort of a one night, right? Yeah, Pretty much. it's Christmas Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, Nicole's performance in that is... Just insane. Yeah. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, the scene where she gets stoned and she's just kind yeah, of like that. going at his throat. Ah. Uh, it's, I mean, to me, Eyes Wide Shut, it's like Eyes Wide Shut and Gone Girl are the two definitive, like, texts on American Marriage, uh, in my opinion. Literally. <laughs> They're companion pieces in a way. Yes. Um, it's just so now, cutting. That's a double feature. I would oh be seated Oh my God, for. imagine, imagine. Yeah, her in that um, singlet, just instantly iconic. Uh, I was just looking over, I just recently got a, a set of three prints of Eyes Wide Shut um, for my wall. I'll post them on the pod, I'm sure, on the Instagram. <laughs> I posted them to death. I just want everyone to know I have these They're gorge. really quite stunning. They really are. Yeah. I mean, it's, a podcast is a visual medium of 
course. Of course. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, stunning. But, really um, quite stunning. Yeah, I feel like Eyes Wide Shut was her... I mean, I don't think she had... I mean, she worked with Gus Van Sant, but, like, to work with Stanley Kubrick... That's um, a step up. Oh, yeah. I mean, one of, like, the legends of cinema. Um, And, you know, I'm not, like, one to, like, suck Stanley Kubrick's dick. Um, But, like, you know, amongst critics and whatever, um, he's, like, the number one. Oh, he's a game changer. He did... (laughs) Game changer. He started it all. (laughs) He started it all. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that... that, I mean, that's huge in in Nicole's history. Yeah. Um, So, like, would that movie get in your gate? I was white shot. I was white shot. Um, well, we you know what was the criteria. It was. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, quickly. Uh, it's like what does it slay? Oh um, yes, it does. Absolutely. I mean, talk about slay. Um, Alan Cummings one scene in that movie. <laughs> I yeah, I remember. I was like, fuck. He Alan Cumming. For those who don't know, he Alan Cumming has one scene. He plays like the receptionist at a hotel desk that Tom Cruise go goes into, and. All his dialogue is just like normal dialogue, but he plays the scene like he is so horny for Tom Cruise. Like, and there's no line about it. It's just he plays it that way, and it's a genius. Yes. Um. So quality. I mean, Eyes um, Wide Shut has plenty of quality. Oh, it's got plenty of quality. Absolutely. Um. Does it slay? Well, yeah, we covered that. Yes, yeah. it does. Does it benefit the queer agenda? Uh. Yes, Alan Cumming. Alan Cumming. He's in Australia, being- by the way, so he should probably. Get on the pod. pod. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Get Alan Cumming on gatekeeping. Yeah, well, Alan Cumming, who I nearly met at a bar once. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, so I was at Trivia with um, Emily, um, and I left after Trivia ended. And <gasps> I then, this. And then... Um, as soon as I left, Alan Cumming came in. Oh, no. And everyone, like, said hello to him, and he was like, I don't want a picture. Um, and I also lost my keys that night. Oh, tragic. So I thought something might have been up. Like, I don't know if he sort of stole them or what? Alan Cumming stole your keys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not to... We're going to get him on the podcast to have a confrontation. <laughs> Where the fuck are my keys, Alan Cumming? So I've, I've got an air tag now, so it won't happen again. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Um, and is it a classic? Well, yes. I mean, 1999's endured ever since, okay. so I'm Following not sure. On. It's in the game. Sorry, just opening it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you're going to move on without us actually Sorry. opening the gate. Sorry. You forget. Just, we're just, we're spicing it up this week. I'm not, I'm not, not sure what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what's happening. Okay, um, Eyes Wide Shut. Eyes Wide Shut. In. Then, following Eyes Wide Shut, she works with yet another fabulous auteur. Who is this? Basil Lemon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on Moulin Rouge, mm-hmm. which absolutely i think that's the one that really just oh, it, like pushes her into her. the stratosphere absolutely her first oscar nomination mm-hmm. um i mean it was a huge movie it was huge yeah. it, um, it did i mean not just for her but didn't it like kind of sweep the oscars in a way at uh, least with nominations it was it was well nominated that's right. famously lo- it was not nominated for best director <gasps> yeah oh my god yeah quite shocking our baz our baz that's ridiculous our baz yeah he should win all the awards well, in my that's opinion the thing. people are saying this year they're like oh well he's gonna get in for, for elvis like best director yeah oh which no thank you oh don't <laughs> Look, I mean, say what you will about Elvis, but it is... Oh, it was a fucking ride. ...certainly makes some big choices. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think he's a genius. Now, oh. that's someone I'd love to have on gay keeping. <laughs> Famously Lerman. gay Baz Luhrmann. Yeah. Uh, well, we won't get into all that. Yeah. That's its own yeah. thing. Moulin Rouge, incredible. First Oscar nomination. Then the next year... Mm-hmm. She does. Oh, the hours. Of course. Oh my god, I didn't know they were like one year after yeah, she, the other. she was nominated Oof. in two thousand and one for Moulin Rouge, nominated two thousand two for the hours, and one, of course, and one by your nose, by your nose, Nicole Stop Kidman. <laughs> Did That's we what see Denzel Bad- Washington said when he announced, he like opens the thing and he's like, of course. and by a nose, Nicole Kidman. <laughs> now that's iconic. Uh, but the hours. Oh, the hours. The hours. We don't even have to fucking ask the question. That is in my gate. Oh, it's in the gate. No, no, no questions about it. It is. So she's playing Virginia Woolf. I think about um, that, well, her last scene, that when she drowns herself in the river, I think about that every time I'm sitting by the Yarra. Oh, literally. Um, me walking the Merry Creek to the get Mary to your Creek. house to record. And like, 
<laughs> You'll sink one day. I'm oh, waiting for literally. it. I'm waiting. Um, yeah, I mean, everyone's bringing their A game in that movie. Of course, it's um, it's Meryl, it's um, Julianne, it's Tony, um, it's, it's Nicole, Nicole, Laura. No, not is it? No, it's not Laura Linney. Laura it's, Dern. Um, isn't? No, no, no. It's um, I'm thinking Claire Danes. Is Laura Dern in it? Did I no. just make that up? Alison Janney's in it. Oh, that's probably what yeah. I'm thinking of. Yeah, it's yeah. just like women. It's women Women's talking. stories matter. <laughs> it's women talking it in that one. Change. I remember when I watched that for the first time, that movie fucking changed my life in more ways than one, altered the chemicals of my brain. Uh-huh. It's, um, she is, people say she's unrecognizable in it. I disagree. It, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the nose does a lot of work, yeah. but it, it is maybe in a bit of that, like you have to like change your appearance or like be yeah. quote unquote ugly to like win an Oscar Yeah, because she doesn't look like a movie star in it. Really? No. She looks like a normal girl. She looks like a normal girl. She looks like just and like then, you and I. Yeah. Just like you and I. And it's an interesting performance to me because I feel like Nicole's, um, a lot of her performances use that star power that she has, like, yeah. because obviously she looks like a movie star. She, it's, it, you know, that star or actress thing, like yeah. she's more of a star probably, yeah. but she is but a character actress, actress at the same time. Like, I think she's both. She's a star and She's actress. a star and an actress. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, the Virginia Woolf performance, it, it kind of, well, obviously stands out because she won an Oscar for yeah. it, but it's, it uses her in a way that um, she hadn't, I, I don't think she'd been seen that way before, yeah. which which probably contributed to the Absolutely. win, of course. She was just, yeah. Ugh, I could talk for hours about the, the, the I could talk about for hours the about the Oscars, and I could talk for hours about the hours. And we will. And we will, don't you worry. Okay, so the hours in the gate. I'm not I'm not, not opening it again. We left it I, open. Just, I'm exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, that gets it. But then she kind of hit a bit of a slump in the mid-2000s after a that. A slump? Not a slump, but well, she... Started to do a lot more, like, weird auteur work. Well, hold on. Hold on. We've got to mention 2001. She divorced (gasps) Tom Cruise. Of course. Now, a huge part in her story. Well, because that was 2001, same year, she's doing Moulin Rouge. And she's winning the Oscar for the hours. So, I mean, that's the best revenge. Yeah. Does Tom Cruise have an Oscar? Maybe. No, famously. Right. I think he was... He would have been nominated for Joe McGuire. for Magnolia. Oh, oh my God, I forgot about the performance. But yeah, because that's the thing. I think this year everyone's like, Tom Cruise could get an Oscar nomination for Top Gun. <laughs> Holy shit. Imagine. Um, uh, <laughs> okay. Now you shut the fuck up. You haven't seen the movie. <laughs> I can say that, but you can't. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the divorce, huge, huge, huge moment. Spawned those infamous photos of her leaving the divorce <laughs> office, like screaming, Three. happy, Redhead biggest Nicole. smile on her face, the ugliest fucking outfit I've ever seen. <laughs> it was camp again. Yeah. It was a camp outfit. Um, that was, yeah. So the divorce, she gets revenge by fully winning an Oscar, which mm. is just the Something best. Something he can't say he's done. Yes. Oof. But yeah, we. But then you know he's got like the highest grossing movies. But you know she's a critically acclaimed actress. Exactly, it's not, all, it's not all about the money. Exactly, I'd rather have respect. Yeah, what's he, that phrase? Like, she didn't do it for the fame; she did it for the impact. She doesn't quote Lady Gaga. do it for the charts; she does it for the arts. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Um, she's so, probably fucking rich anyway. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> she's probably got a buck or two. Oh, she's she's got she's got a penny in her pocket. Let's just say that. Um. So yeah, that that happened. Yeah, but then you know she went into doing some like work with more interesting directors. Yeah. Like she worked with Lars von Trier on mm. Dogville. She did um, which I think one of her best performances um, was birthed with um John Glazer. Mm-hmm. I mean, that movie's fucking insane, but... I've got a lot of gaps here. I've got, like, this Nicole blind spot where I haven't seen seen a lot of these um, in this period. Yeah. Um, is that the one where she's, like... Hello. Welcome back. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, those who know me will know I've been fighting a war um, to get my air conditioner fixed. Um, and that knock at the door you heard was the aircon repairman. Um, and I have a huge announcement for everyone to say that my aircon is finally fixed. Great. Anyway, so back to sorry. Nicole let's just acknowledge that James is a big deal for the community. It's a big deal because we can finally stop seeing fucking tweets about it. Now listen. Anyway, <laughs> Nicole Kidman. Where were yes. we? Well, oh. Career retrospective. Got a new lease on It life. was the mid mid two thousand. She was at her lowest. 
Maybe not at her lowest. No, she just won an she, Oscar. She just won an Oscar. <laughs> she starts to go into these like really interesting auteurs working mm-hmm. with Jane um, Campion, Baz Luhrmann. I've already said that because that was before she won an Oscar. <laughs> yes. Uh, Lars von Trier. Mm-hmm. Um, she did maybe some of her best work in the film Birth. Okay, haven't seen you. Okay. Yeah, I, was, I think I was just saying that I've got some blind spots yes, here. Yes, yes. So, um, Birth is just like this weird-ass movie about this woman whose husband dies and she meets this child oh, who yeah. she believes or who claims to be her husband reincarnate. Yes. Is this where she's got the pixie cut? Yes. Okay. She's got that fabulous little pixie cut and she has that scene at the end where she's crying at the opera. You don't spoil it. Well, it's like the most famous scene. Anyway. Well, no, I was going to say, I've seen that picture of her sitting yeah, in. I thought it was like a movie just theater. Like, <laughs> yeah. Crying. Right. And that's some of her. I think... I heard a quote. I don't remember where I heard it. It's not really a quote. Someone just said it. Um, <laughs> well, that's what a quote is, James. A quote, yeah, but it was like, and it really stuck with me because I think like Nicole is at her best when she's doing this weird stuff with mm. these auteurs. Like she, like yeah. Birth with John Glazer, um, um, Margot at the Wedding with Noah Bamber, mm. um, Killing of a Sacred Deer with Yorgos Lanthimos. Yeah. Um, I thought she was incredible last year in The Northman. Yeah. With, like, Didn't see it. Oh, that was like top tier unhinged Nicole. Yeah. Like incredible. But somebody said, and cause like, I feel like she was kind of back in the conversation um, with the Northman. Like maybe there could be like a, a surprise supporting actress number. Cause right. it came out so early. It's like never going to happen. Yeah. Love to see it. But Oh, some, is that in this upcoming Oscars yeah. year? Right. Um, and somebody said, um, Nicole Kidman is never going to win an Oscar for those weird little movies that you love. It's going to be for something bad, like being the Ricardos. Yeah. And that's really stayed with me. I, the interesting thing about Nicole to me is that she is a movie star, Mm. but she, she doesn't really pick a lot of like movie star movies. Yeah, exactly. Like she's always since, you know, she came up since like, you know, 99, she has consistently picked projects with, like or tour directors yeah. doing roles that are weird and challenging and she she's not picking these Oscar bait type things. I mean no. she does occasionally. Yeah. Um which being the Ricardos is is kind of that, but it's also, you know, like an Aaron Sorkin movie. Yeah, exactly. For better or worse. Mm. Um but yeah and and something like Killing of a Sacred Deer all of that and, and you know this period where she's doing those movies like Birth and Dogville and everything. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about this phenomenon almost where at least in my experience in my experience people's mums hate Nicole Kidman okay. and we've been talking about mums a lot on this yeah podcast. of course I mean my mum hates Nicole Kidman <gasps> I don't um, know if my mum has an opinion on Nicole Kidman really yeah I, I'll have to asked. ask her I'll, I'll send her I'll send her a message now see what <laughs> live on the pod what do you think of Nicole Kidman it's very interesting to me because and I've spoken to other people in there and there it's something about like like white Australian women of that age for some reason just don't connect with Nicole and I've been trying to think why and my best guess sort of is that it might have something to do with this period where she's doing these weird movies because I think often with uh, like Australian movie stars well and particularly Nicole because she is that age yeah I feel like a lot of people would have seen um, like Moulin Rouge and The Hours, which are very like crowd pleasing movies. You don't the think Hours so? crowd pleasing? Of course, it's it's very much like a by the numbers. This movie's going to win an Oscar. It's like a quote unquote good movie. Yeah, but I feel like it's that kind of. I don't think I wouldn't call The Hours a, cl- a crowd pleaser. I think oh, it's, it's very much more of like a pretentious Oscar film that not everyone can get around I think do you really think so I really like because I was talking to some of my friends about it Mm -hmm. and they were like I don't really like that I was like what do you mean (laughs) I don't like that who said that Um, name it was no I don't want to name and shame on the pod Um, (laughs) like I did last week (laughs) oh my god yeah I'm Um, all about naming and shaming on this podcast yeah no Um, but yeah they were just like I didn't like it's weird like, I don't think The Hours is a crowd pleaser in the way that some of her other stuff is. But anyway, right. go, continue, anyway. continue. Uh, no, and then, you know, to follow it up with a bunch of weird movies that I, I feel like, you know, everyone would have gone and seen and be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, this isn't what I... And she... Her acting style it's is... very interesting. Yeah, it's... Like, some people think she's just downright a bad actress. They don't get it. 
They just don't get it. They don't get it. They just don't get it. Because she is... And it maybe plays into that thing of her using her star power mm-hmm. in her performances. And, and you know, she has had some bombs. Yeah. And, so, like, I mean, we we mentioned being the Ricardos. Like some, it's, it's, yeah, like, oh, my God, when she did Nine, that was... I haven't but, seen well, it. Well, that didn't bomb because it got nominated for a few Oscars, but it's yeah. panned. Like, it was so bad. Really? Yeah, it's right. like, it's... Nine is actually one of my like. I really love the musical Nine, right? And I was very excited for that adaptation because I mean, like actresses on actresses, mm-hmm. and it was just like such a weird film. Was she a big role in it? Um, she so in the musical she had a bigger role, but they wrote the character down, and it's also like this. She has this gorgeous soprano solo, and then they took it down an octave or two, and she's right. just like. In a I'm like, what the fuck? And she, yeah. And she just kind of like was criminally underused, oh, but also okay. kind of like the wrong fit for the role. I don't right. know. But yeah. But anyway, my, I don't know what you think, but like, I don't get why, why people hate, why, why women of that age hate Nicole Kidman. My mother hasn't replied yet, so I'll keep the, I'll right. keep the, um, We'll keep researching, we'll keep asking these big questions. Yeah, yeah that's what we we're here, we're an investigative journalism it's podcast. Anthro- anthropology, so exactly sociology. What are we looking at here? Yeah, it's, it's interesting to me. I mean, yeah. I try and I try and I try to get my mom on board with Nicole, but I don't think I'll ever yeah. succeed. My mom does love Big Little Lies, actually. Now that... Big Little Lies. Well, actually, hold up. Okay. I don't want to get too ahead because I wanted to mention Bewitched, the movie. <gasps> yes. Okay. Have you seen that? I saw it probably like around when it came out. Right. Yeah. You're quite I know you're Kristen Chenoweth is in a fuck off. <laughs> Wait, Kristen Chenoweth is in that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a Nora Ephron movie, God Rest His yeah. Soul, one of my favorite directors. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very interesting movie. It's like, it's not like an adaptation of Bewitched. It's like this meta. Um, yeah, because she's like auditioning to be in be a witch yeah re- like a um, reboot but yep. she is also a witch yes exactly yeah, yeah it's yeah. genius i mean that, witchy. I get... nicole loves a witch she's a witchy yeah, girl uh, look maybe that's why because that movie was panned yeah and i guess i guess everyone saw it mm. and maybe they were like you've killed bewitch you fucked bewitched mm. maybe that's why everyone hates mm. it i don't know mm. but i love it i love bewitch i love that they took a big swing yeah and took a very beloved property like that Mm -hmm. and i mean it's insane because it's very much like an audience like you don't want to fuck with no exactly don't (laughs) want to fuck with the audience yeah you don't want to fuck with the old but (laughs) no it's true though because it's like that is probably the audience that is least up for like this meta yeah um, exactly take on something they watched as like growing up i don't know um it's kind of like the star wars um What's that one that Ryan Johnson did that like, oh, the fans yeah, hated? I don't, I've not seen a Star Wars. Right. Oh, it's actually good though. Um, well, yeah, that's what I've heard that one is, but... Um, but yeah, no, just had to give a quick shout out to that movie because I think it's very interesting and yeah. um, I would recommend it. I mean, her performance is good. Yeah. Like, uh, it's nothing to like, like, you know, mm. she, she, I think she won or she was at least nominated for a Razzie for worst on-screen couple with Beautiful. Will Ferrell and Nicole, Fuck which we'll put the blame Razzies. on Will because, Ugh. you know. Such a foul institution. <laughs> Will Ferrell. <laughs> the, Razzies. the Razzies. Yeah, it is. Oh, it is. God. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, she went through a bit of a slump in, <laughs> a not slump. a slump per se, but like Flop she kind of, yeah, I, I, she was working mm. consistently throughout, but like she didn't have anything big that kind mm. of like broke through and brought her back into the thing. Nothing like, on, I mean, on, she was nominated for an Oscar when she did Rabbit Hole, um, oh, which random. is, have you I seen mean, it? I've seen Rabbit yeah, Hole. Yeah, me too. Um, written by David, David Lindsay Abair, incredible playwright. And okay. he wrote that musical that I loved last <laughs> week. Anyway. Sure. Um, and that was like a really good performance. Yeah. But that, I don't think that transcended into the mainstream per se. It was, was like a very like art house, not art housey, but it was like a low budget indie yeah. film about like two parents dealing with the death of the child. Yeah. So like, it wasn't like it's a feel a good family movie. Pleaser, they say. Um, I loved it. <laughs> I adored. It was good. Yeah, it was good. I think she ate. Yeah. Um, but then I feel like recently mm. she's had obviously this major renaissance and it all started with a little television program called Big Little Lies. <laughs> a, a li- yes, a big a, little show. A called big, big little, little show with it's, many little lies. <laughs> well, yeah, we were talking about it before. And Nicole, the past, I, I would say post Big Little Lies has become yeah. a mainstream, like, gay icon. Probably the last 
five years. Yeah. Yeah. But she's always been big amongst like certain gays. It's very like, I feel like it's that thing of her working with the auteurs and like having these like weird films where she does like really interesting stuff. It's always like yeah. the pretentious gays like Mo who have been. <laughs> yes. Through, like there's like that through line of no, Nicole's great. Like, yeah. But then she had this resurgence with, I don't want to say that Big Little Lies is a soap, but it was like this pulpy, elevated, but still kind of trashy TV. Well, I would say the second season is, but the first season is, I mean, it's one of those things that kicked off that like prestige, prestige mini TV. Yeah. Like, I don't think stars of that caliber had been in it, you know, to get them all in one show. Yeah. Um, I mean, there'd be, been a few things like yeah. angels in America or whatever, yeah. but to put like Nicole, um, Reese with us, like th- that whole cast, mm-hmm. it, it was huge. I mean, it, it hadn't really been done before. I don't, I don't no. think not on that level or to no. that level of acclaim. Yeah. And I, I remember people like there was this d- weird discussion at the time of like, that movie stars are now just going to move to TV and like win all the Emmys and just like yeah. dominate TV. Um, which I think Big Little Lies kind of broke the seal for that. Yeah. And Nicole, she was like an executive producer on that, wasn't she? Yes, I because think so. Because it's, the book it's is a, like the Australian. Australian novel. It's actually set, the I haven't read the, the novel, but it's set in like Byron Bay. Yeah. Or like Sydney's Northern it's Beaches. Like it's that. very like affluent up not in yeah up there so big little has truly truly changed everything and of yeah. course um jean-marc ballet that's his name <sighs> directed that it's in his style yeah um changed everything really big little lives yeah she's great in it um it's a great performance i would say what do Definitely. you think yeah oh, i mean she carried like it was <laughs> do you think so i, I mean she's so. kind of got the juiciest storyline yeah with exactly. the abuse and uh, um Wait, what's the husband? Peter uh, Skarsgård? Is it Peter? Alexander. Alexander. Ugh, right, sorry. Man, what a man. What a man. <laughs> uh, yeah, him and Bill. Um, yes. Woof. Woof. Let's just woof, say woof. that. Don't forget. I mean, not Don't forget Stallone. Oh, Stallone. <laughs> oh, Stallone. Um, that's the dad, right? Yes. Yes, the worm in Dune. <laughs> the worm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. The, um, uh, Baron. the worm in Dune. Um yeah, it's an incredible show. Definitely in the gate. Oh, um, I mean, yeah. that and Sharp Objects. Tra- tra- John McAuley, but yeah. Yeah. And then season two is... Um, that's when it gets... That's I a Because season one kind of ended and it was very contained. and like, Yeah, it's an adaptation of the book. It's yeah, done. exactly. It's done. And they said, wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> they said, we can get Meryl Streep in here. Yeah. They said one last we time. We can make a dollar or two. <laughs> and that that's um, Meryl's campus performance. <sighs> the teeth. The tape. The wig. When Nicole slaps Meryl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that. It's like. I remember being like very excited for that. Mm, season two. Season two. Yeah. Because like the addition of Meryl, the return yeah. of the girlies. Yep. Like. And it just kind of like, it was great. Like it was stupid fun, but like it wasn't um, too deep. Personally. No, I don't think my mum liked it. No. <laughs> Which is always the Actually, bar. I remember, so Big Little Lies, it was my friend's um, 18th and like I've known her parents for a while, like get along super well. Mm-hmm. She had this big house party and her parents were sitting in the front room and I just like went to the bathroom inside and because I went to like the private bathroom because I've been to the house a few times. I was sure. like, I'm not using the gross bathroom. <laughs> it is. I'm yep. And then her parents were watching Big Little Lies and oh. I was so drunk and I just like, sat, I was like, oh my God. Because it was like, I think it was, it was as it was season one was airing. So oh, I've episode. seen the episode that they were watching and I was like, oh my God, let's talk about this. <laughs> let's talk about this. Literally. They're probably like, can you fuck no, off? <laughs> they're trying to watch our show. Then I remember um, Hannah's mum um, Sam would like message me on Facebook like after she'd watched the, the new life. episode. <laughs> See, big and then the was... finale. And then I remember I posted like the big little lies, um, the season two promo. I made it uh-huh. my cover photo. Yep. And she was like, oh my god, James, I'm so excited. <laughs> I mean, mums, mums love. It was made for mums. Like, oh, literally. My mum recommended that show to me, actually. Oh, wow. Like, she was hounding me to watch Big Little Lies. Oh. And it was very much like. You know, it's like you have that attitude of like, oh, like my mom's bringing me something. So it's yeah. like not cool. And I was like, no, this fucking eats. It's, yeah, I remember I was like, yeah, day one, I was watching that. Like, yeah. <laughs> day one. But yeah, I mean, Big Little Lies. And then this then kicked off Nicole's like. Prestige 
TV. Because was the undoing straight after this? Pretty much. It was yeah. like pretty close to This after. was like her next show. Yeah, the next show yeah. was The Undoing, which... Which with, it's David E. Kelly, Could have left right? her done, I think. <laughs> Could have left her done. This is Need David, to undo her. David E. Kelly, right? I think so, yeah. Did Big Little Lies yeah. with Nicole. And then they had this unholy partnership where oh. they made The Undoing. Um, so bad. I mean, I don't think a lot of people suffered all the way to the end of The Undoing. I, I did. certainly did. I yeah. certainly did. I, um, um, I just remember that scene where Donald Sutherland sang... He's about- a cocksucker. Yes. <laughs> a cocksucker. I'm a cocksucker. Um, I just remember, iconic. like, ah, that was so bad because I just, like, kept showing the, like, oh my God, the bloody murder, murder of this yes. poor woman. It's it- like the murder, the cocksucker, and Hugh Grant's I killed the family dog. I the killed family the family sister. sister. Sorry. It was so bad. It was so bad. So bad. <sighs> that, but, but Nicole had an incredible wig. Oh, that wig and that coat. And the coat. Uh, and, and I mean, Nicole Kidman, <laughs> she's not known as a singer. Oh my God. Of course. She, like, opening. obviously ah! she sang, she sang in Moulin Rouge. She mm. sang in Nine. She sang in, um, she did a song with Robbie Williams. I mean, she's married to Keith Urban. Yeah. She's got musical, musical it's in, in her blood. bones. She's yeah. got these, these talents. <laughs> And she sang the opening song mm. to The Undoing, which was, which was Dream a Little Dream. <laughs> Stars shining bright above you. <laughs> the Australian accent. Like, like, literally, it was insane. It was insane. And it was like that whisper sing, and she was like, yeah. sweet dreams will seem to whisper, I love you. I imagine like, it- what the I imagine it was very much like, don't make me sing. No, I, that was literally don't it. They were like, they were talking about it. And I think David E. Kelly was like, Nicole, you could sing it. And she was like, oh, no, I don't think I could sing it. And then she was like, then David was don't like, no, just get in, the, get in the booth. And she's like, oh, David. Oh, you're making me, you're And then she was, like, she was like, oh, let me lay oh, down a track, I guess. She would have gone, oh. Oh, David. Oh. Oh. I'll lay down a track. All right. Can I get Keith in here? Just this one. Just this one. Just this one. Oh. Uh, and uh, is that on Spotify? I'd love it to be. It is. It was in really? Shut the fuck up. It was like at the lower end, but it was in my top. Top, top artist, Nicole Kidman. <laughs> Period. Period. I mean, she must be getting a pretty penny from her oh, Spotify. Oh, specifically. Tom Cruise has the highest grossing movies, but she's rolling the Spotify charts. She's, she's went number in many countries. <laughs> Something that Tom could never do, I exactly, don't think. Exactly, exactly. But um, no, let's just say the undoing um, not getting in the gate. Not at all. Um, not at just all. Just had to shut it. Um, and then she followed that up ooh. with Nine Perfect Strangers. Yeah. Another um, Leanne Moriarty adaptation who she oh, wrote yeah. um, Big Little Lies. Yeah. Um, uh, did you watch Nine Perfect Strangers? I did. I mm. finished that program. I didn't finish it. Uh, you did, did you? not miss much. Yeah. Um, I mean, this this performance is like... Um, it kind of it kind of falls into that weird, like, Nicole Kidman making bold choices with auteurs, but this one just did not work at all. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> she was doing, like... It was kind of like the prototype for what she was going to do in The Northman. Right, Because really? she had this long blonde oh. wig and she was speaking with a Russian accent Masha. or whatever. Masha. And it was just like... What? What? And it, it, it was just kind of unhinged. Like, it was Really? And, like, and that... It doesn't help that the story was stupid. Very stupid. And, like... I mean, really good cast. I mean, really good in, in some circles. Like, Not... Like... Bobby Cannavale. Mm, um, Michael Shannon. Yep. Um, Asha Ketty. Yes, Actually, Ketty with an American accent was so funny. Unwell. It's, I feel like that was supposed to be her big break in America. Yeah. I think she Remains did pretty well. Seen. But, um, yeah. Yeah. But she'll always been known to Proudman to Melissa McCarthy. Uh, um, isn't Samara Weaving in there? I don't like Samara Weaving. You don't like her? I don't like her. Have you seen Ready or Not? Yes, I have. She's so I like that. that. I just find her, I don't know. She's in the next Scream, I think. Uh, probably. She was in Babylon. <laughs> Oh, she was okay. actually, she was funny in Babylon, but oh, what was she in that I just really couldn't... Oh, she was in Hollywood. Hollywood. <laughs> a terrible brand. Oh, yeah. Well, show. that's your own fault for watching that. Hey, I watched that in one sitting during lockdown and a, a bottle and a half of wine at a great time. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> that's yeah. the saddest thing I've had in my life. Oh, it was great. It was great. Um, <laughs> no, I think she's great. And and wait, are we missing anyone? No, that's that's sort of everyone. I'm sure there's some people, but... <laughs> and that yeah. wonderful cast. And that, that was like... That was done in lockdown. 
they did it in lockdown. In, in Byron, didn't they? Yeah. I think they shot in Byron. It was so interesting because the book is set in Byron, but they transported <laughs> it to LA. Yeah. But it was so clearly shot in, in Australia. Australia. <laughs> the opening shots where you're seeing like these dry gum trees and everything, it's like, oh, okay. Like, ah, LA. Yeah. And um, then, did you see a dog? No. What? I thought I had a dog marking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing my mind. <laughs> All right. Anyway. I'll play it back this time. But I yeah. I heard something. Wait, was there another Nicole series? No, that's the big three. Yeah. Of course. And she's got a few coming up. TV shows. Two, a few. I think she's got two mini series coming oh, up. Oh, God. So that'll be interesting. That one that she was in Hong Kong for when she left. Oh, my God. Yes. So she's doing this show called Expats in Hong Kong. And she strangely departed the show for a period because... She said she had culture shock <laughs> working in Hong Kong. Like she just couldn't do it. I'm like, what? So this really fascinated me. So I did a bit of I did a bit of digging, and the narrative at the time was that, look, this sounds really bizarre to me, but apparently they're shooting a lot of it like on the street where people just walk past like just regular people. They don't close off the set or anything. Like they just fully shoot it on the street, and she couldn't do it i don't know she just was like too distracted or something oh my god but that just uh, the whole thing just felt like because there was a bit of controversy around her shooting in hong kong given like the political situation like she's getting a bit of shit for that so and then she departed the show on this weird reason but now she's back doing the show so it's um something stinks there it's, let me just yeah, say that very interesting very interesting but and we then shall see she did raw on apple tv i did not watch that oh so i watched it I, I mean it's an anthology series and i was like well it's nicole so i have to watch it and and the title of her episode was like the woman who eats photographs or something Work. so and she plays uh surprise a woman who eats photographs <laughs> um and she I mean, the thing is, like, she eats photos and then she can, like, experience the memory okay. of it. And Simon Baker plays her husband. Okay. And she's And I think Essie Davis is in it. Oh. Maybe I'm making that Interesting. up. But she's, like, on a road trip. Yeah. With her mom, who I feel like was playing. And there's scenes where she's just, like, gorging herself on photos. Um, I mean, it was certainly an interesting performance. I can imagine. She, <laughs> loves, she loves to take a... She takes a big leap. Yes, she does. Do you know what she also loves? And this is something that you, you can't discuss it with Nicole. It's, it's vetoed. You can't bring this oh. up. I can't believe we haven't spoken about it. Wig queen. What do you mean you can't discuss it with her? She doesn't like talking about her wigs. Really? She does not like talking about her wigs. How but, do you know this? Oh, it's like a it's known, famous. like, yeah, you don't, like, obviously, you like, don't talk about you don't talk about her wigs. Because <laughs> she's always wigged. Like, no. Always wigged. Yeah. Not in but, public. Yeah. No. Because apparently her hair's, like, not well, but, like, <laughs> She loves a wig. Like, well, yeah. I mean, some of the most iconic wigs of cinema are oh, worn by Nicole Kidman. Literally, like her Destroyer wig. Uh, I mean, the Big Little Lies wig. The Hello. Big Little Lies wig. Uh, um, the Undoing wig, which we spoke about. The Boy Erased wig, that big. Oh, my <laughs> God. I don't know how I forgot about that. How could you forget? No, oh. that's... Yeah. Like, uh, the even, like, the, the Northman wig, which is just that long, yes. blonde... Um, oh, just so many wigs. Like... <laughs> So many wigs, it just so little time. It just came to me. I don't know how, but I was like, we need to talk about the wigs. We need to talk about, about the wigs. She, um, and then I guess to close the loop, um, her AMC. Uh, <laughs> that. Which, um, which really encapsulates Nicole, her doesn't essence. it? Because yeah. she definitely was not aware that that was going to become a... A meme, yeah, a was, cultural phenomenon. It's if definitely you were. unintentionally camp on her part. Yeah, um, and it's it it really encapsulates her because it's like extremely sincere. Yeah, she's got the ridiculous accent. Um, it's like funny in a way that's not supposed to be funny. Exactly. And then she, you know, people have asked her about it, and she's just like, it's just so true. Like, yeah, that's really it's just so like, true. And <laughs> I'm like, so- yeah. It's so interesting because, like, I saw when I went to New York, I got to see the ad in oh person three God. times. I got to imagine see, got to see it before Tar, which the audience loved it. There was like clapping <laughs> afterwards, course, which is beautiful. And then I saw it again before Women Talking. Mm-hmm. Similar vibe, loved it. That's Everyone loved it. The whale, and I was like one of two people in the cinema for that one. Um, it's um, and they're doing a sequel. Yes, 
Um, Which I don't know if it can live I don't up know to if they the, can, Yeah, exactly. They've got to get a good director, a good yeah. script and everything <laughs> for that one. Gotta get her, gotta get her back with uh, one of the auteurs, I think. Yes. <laughs> Directed by Lars von Trier, Literally. the next one. But, uh, and then the other piece of culture that is legendary for Nicole, which is a, a, another sort of like ancillary piece, mm-hmm. is her 70, Vogue 73 Questions <sighs> video, which let's just say the best to ever do it. Oh, one the, of the best. It's like up there with like Donatella Versace. I mean, it's it's better because it's the best one. Yeah. But it's it's Hall of Fame. Yeah. The 73 Questions format never fails to be incredibly awkward. Yeah. But something, it just suits Nicole's sensibilities. She's so, she is like an awkward weird alien person <laughs> like that's the it's best. this like sense of artifice that yeah. she just inherently has yeah and but then she's acting like it's off the cuff and mm-hmm. casual <laughs> which is kind of and 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 look to get to go zoom out for a second i feel like this is nicole's appeal in general it's yeah. that she has this perfect facade but she is so good at like, she has this darkness mm. in her and she's so good at just giving you a just enough of that to, for it to be compelling yeah. because her eyes, like she has got such like wickedness in her eyes. I don't know if you've seen Stoker, which is one of her little known. Yes. You've seen her? No, I haven't actually, but okay. I know of it. I know yes, of it. I haven't seen it. No, yes, I still haven't. Oh, and that is such a great... Like everything's just under the surface here, which which of course she brings so many questions. Exactly. Um, she's such a like she's so like interesting. Like, have you have you heard that quote where it's like her? I think Reese Witherspoon is talking to her, and you know Reese was like, "I was asking Nicole loads of questions, like you know what was it like to work with Stanley Stanley Kubrick? How did you do your musical numbers in mm. Moulin Rouge?" And then Kidman apparently had more existential musings that she wanted to explore. Which was, do you ever think about dying, Reese? <laughs> Nicole would ask her co-star because I think about it all the time, <laughs> and I think that is the encapsulation of Nicole. It really like, is. She's always thinking. About Reese with this movie, like, oh, Nicole. She's like, do you ever think about dying, about Reese? Death, Reese. Really? Um, but her seventy questions has spawned. I mean, that is probably the one piece of Nicole. Um, Media. Media that has changed the chemistry of my brain. Oh. I have to give a shout out to my friend Lynn who told me to watch this because he, he knew something in it would oh, shift, shift in me. The shift, it would, and it did. The shift, yeah. I mean, the clip where... I mean, there's a million different quotable moments when what's what should you bring to Sydney? Your sunscreen and your schwadavi. Her impression of um, who is it? Donald Duck. Oh, is it Daffy Duck? <laughs> oh, and she's like, "How are you feeling today?" Honestly, pretty raw. She says, "Honestly, yeah, pretty raw." Why? Been through a lot. <laughs> Been through a lot. <laughs> And, she's uh, like what? this weird person, but she's also an every woman because everyone's been through a lot. What's and everyone's feeling. What's the best way to relax? Making love. <laughs> <laughs> and she's on her farm in in Barrel, um, <sighs> where Jack is from. Our friend Jack. Oh my god, really? Yeah, he he knows her farm. She's <laughs> bizarre. I'd love to be invited. I, I feel she's probably never there, but she's oh, like, no. I've got the same many questions. I have to go out and kind of kind of get Vogue to travel to. <laughs> Um, yeah, so many questions without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, it fulfills every every criteria. We don't need to go through it, but it, it simply does. Yeah. Um, I have to give a shout out. Have you seen The Prom? <laughs> don't. <laughs> that terrible I movie. Have, that I terrible have. movie. But she is giving. Yeah. She really, that's like one of her, like, she, you know, that she just had the best time filming that. <laughs> they all had like a camp little time and she gave yeah. it some zazz. She did. Seems like no one wants to give it some zazz anymore. And <laughs> she did Reunited with Meryl. Reunited with Meryl, post Big Little Lies. That was hard to watch, <sighs> that movie. I kind of love the promise of this guy. I think yeah. it's just like a fun time. But. Give it some zazz, bitch. Yeah. Give it some zazz. I'm shaking my head. I'm shaking my head. <laughs> so the prom is not getting through your gate. No, absolutely not. No. Oh, lordy. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just thought it could be cool to talk, touch some moments. I mean, yeah. And obviously, like, I feel like everything that we've spoken about is really just iconic. She's a... Well, yes. She's a one-of-a-kind woman. She is. I'm excited about what's next. Do you think she could get another Oscar? Uh, yeah, definitely. Mm. I think, um, 
I mean, what she was last nominated for being the Ricardos, right? Yeah, so she's been nominated five times. No, I think Nicole can still win an Oscar. I think she's still got, she's still got a lot left in yeah. her. She's still doing really interesting work. Yeah. I think she needs to get off TV. She needs to just do some film again. Yeah, literally. Um, but no, hundred percent. I think she's got some real dramatic. Um, like she, she'll have like her sort of blue jasmine. Um, to, Nicole Kidman's tar. Nicole Kidman's tar. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Get I it mean, her, her and Kate very different actresses. Very. But um, yeah, I think she'll have a moment. Are they again. friends? Uh, oh, what a question! I think Kate probably wouldn't like vibe with Nicole's energy. Mm. I mean, they both have that intensity, that yeah, really dark that intensity. very different intensity. Yeah, I think yeah. maybe it would sort of clash because they've got that similar. Yeah. But but as people, they seem very different. Uh, yeah. Okay, another question out of us two: who's Nicole and who's Kate? Oh, well, I'm definitely Nicole and you're Kate. Yeah, without okay. a doubt. Would okay. you agree? Yeah, I think so. Because I'm more... Yeah, but Gary, you're a bit more quiet and, like, reserved. Quiet. Yeah. <laughs> you're a very loud person. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and have that, like, that that internal... Something I don't think I've mentioned on uh, the podcast is, like, if you ever see a movie with James... <laughs> if you ever see a movie with James, which I've done a lot, during the trailers, James will be, like, shouting. I your do ear. not. Like a trailer will come on, James will like because you know how like they'll play the trailer. There'll be a quiet part before the next trailer plays, and James will just like fully commentate to the whole cinema audience their thoughts on the on the ad. Shut up! Like they were like that fish looks interesting. <laughs> Shut up! That's what you sound. Like. Um. So yeah, you're definitely quite loud. Uh. <laughs> You know I'm not wrong. You it's know I'm not, not wrong. It's not. You're wrong. <laughs> um, anyway. And when we're seeing Megan like, ah, ah, <laughs> screaming in this. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> but no, I think, I think the, um, I am more of, uh, you've got that like kind of dark Kate, like serious, like almost a bit emo oh, um, okay. energy. Whereas I'm more of that, like, I think delusional, like, yeah. um, you know, uh, almost royal. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm more of a, yeah, I'm definitely yeah, more And of I also one. went to Night Elsa. No, you didn't. I'm kidding. <laughs> Somebody said to me, they were like, oh, you, you have like a BFA, don't you? And I was like, no. Well, like Nike, clown, um, <laughs> circus arts. <laughs> you learn to balance a, a ball on your nose, like a seal. Um, <laughs> Anyway, anyway, to wrap up, I mean, to wrap up, God, the what, have been out. What more can be said about this marvelous woman? Well, nothing more can nothing. be said. She's in the gate. Ah, oh, I mean, she has quality. <laughs> she's got star quality. Yeah, she's got actress quality. She slays. She benefits the career agenda. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. She's kind of like the. Has Nicole Kidman ever played gay? Oh, I don't think she has. Yeah, I don't think so. Maybe. Wait, was Virginia Woolf gay? Yeah, but that wasn't really explored in the hours. Right. Mm. She was gay. Well, apparently, like, she had, like, a relationship with Vita, and that's, like, it's very, like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Is it a classic? Nicole. It, Nicole? Well, yes. <laughs> it being Nicole Kidman a yes, classic. Yes, she's a classic. Beautiful. She's in the game. She's in the gate. Are we going to open it? Oh, Are we going to let her mean, in? Let me just walk over. Uh, it's a hot day. I'm hot, tired. It's a hot 33-degree day. Come on through. Oh, come on through. Come on I through, mean, Nicole. This is assured from the start. Well, so it's yes. nice to just. Like, yes. Sometimes you're just gonna do one that's an easy let through because we <laughs> just want to talk about women and you know so women's no stories doubt. matter. They Nicole, just do. Um, if you're a listener as well, just get in touch. Oh Love please! To, or if any of if any of our listeners know how to get in touch with Nicole. <laughs> yeah, we won't ask about the wig. No, we won't ask about the wig. We know we're not allowed. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We'll Make see sure everyone. To um, like and subscribe. Give us a rating. Yeah. All that fun stuff. Yeah. All Follow of us that. on Instagram at Gatekeeping Pod and have we'll a see you next week girls. Bye. Bye.